Hey, hello everyone. Welcome back to the episode of the None Other Fuck You Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa G, because who the fuck else would I be? One of these days, like I said, one of these days I might get an intro. I need to shut the fuck up about that or just do it. Either I'm going to do it or I'm not, okay? Lisa, shut the hell up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about one of my most requested episodes all you hoes keep asking me about. It's what to look for in a salon home. And I want to say this, when you are looking for something, when you're looking for a salon home, just know that it will take time. And sometimes you get fucking lucky. And the first salon that you go to is the perfect salon. Or sometimes it takes six salons to find the right one for you. Okay. It's totally normal. And I want to say this, I hopped around three different salons in like six months early on in my career because it took me some time to fucking find where I needed to be. And truth be told, after those three salons, I, I started, I worked myself out of my own salon because people just were, anyway, I'll talk about my journey. I should tell my journey on a different podcast about like my whole actual journey as a, you know what? After this, I'm going to record, record a podcast episode, talk about my journey. Anyway, so these are some 10 things that you should be looking for when looking for your salon home. Okay. The number one thing personally, the number one thing that you should look for and pay attention to is how they greet you when you walk into the building. There are so many times I have walked into a salon and not a single motherfucker in that room looked at me. That is fucked up, first of all. And second of all, it creates a very unwelcoming feeling when no one fucking addresses you. So in my personal experience as a hairstylist the last 12 years i've owned a salon i've managed salons i've done all the fucking things okay it says a lot about the staff the way that they treat people when they walk through the door it does not fucking matter who it is i don't care if you work there i don't care if you're a customer i don't care if you're fucking the fbi or the cops coming through the fucking door you greet every person that walks through that door with fucking respect can you tell that i get passionate about this i have always i have this rule I have this one rule and I've learned this through customer service. I've worked as a bartender. I've done serving. I've done, I've managed salons. I've owned a salon. There is nothing worse when people don't address people when they walk through the door. And it's like a thing of mine. You have to address me as soon as I walk through the door, especially when I'm like at my place of work. Like you bitches better fucking say hi to me or just like acknowledge me. Like, hey girl, what's up? Like, oh my God, hey, whatever. Be fucking happy to see me, bitch. Okay. How people greet you when you're walking into a new salon home should be the number one thing that you should pay attention to. Are they welcoming? Are they like, hey, how are you? How can I help you? Do they have like that is like basic customer service skills. And I feel like a lot of hairdressers don't have that, which call this fucking mean, then they're just not good people. I don't care if you have anxiety. Don't be in this fucking industry if you can't say hi to people. Okay, like call it for what it fucking is. Get over it. Say hi to people. This is a very people job. Okay, this might piss people off, but I genuinely don't care. (laughs) Fucking say hi to people. Anyway, the second thing is what they offer. So when you go into an interview with somebody and you are you just want to be a sponge, you want to listen to what they have to offer you. So are they offering education? Do they offer training? Do they offer incentives? What are their ways of growth? Because I think a lot of times we get we get really, really nervous. Like we're going to go into a new job. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. This is so crazy, right? But you want to know what is it going to be like to work there? 
Do they have plans in place? Do they have growth programs? Do they have incentives? Um, do they offer benefits? So get a reading on what it is that they offer. You know, if they're just kind of like blowing smoke up your ass, don't go. You go to a place that is going to be dedicated to your growth. Like the only reason why you should be working is to grow. Like that is literally the whole point of having a job, right? I mean, obviously and to make money, but like the whole point is to grow. So if this these people don't have growth plans for you, why are you working for them? Okay. The third thing is, oh, third thing is be aware, be, be aware, beware, be what? That's such a weird word. Anyway, beware of salons that say that we, they will promote you. I say this because it is not, it, I don't care if they say that they're going to, it is not someone else's job to build your career for you. Never, ever, ever ever put your career in the hands of someone else because here's the thing and I've seen this happen okay I've never done this but I've seen this fucking happen I've heard it happen where salons help you build your your clientele and let's just say you want to move on you want to grow you want to move places whatever a lot of times what they'll do is say well we gave you those clients those are mine they're not yours it is really really important that you take the initiative to build your clientele for yourself and you do not put like I said your career in the hands of someone else it's not to say they can't help you 100% let them help you totally fine but don't expect them to build a clientele for you that is up to you that is your job not theirs they can teach you how to build it and but again your career is up to you how bad do you want to grow how bad do you want to evolve don't put your life livelihood in the hands of someone else okay number four what's included in this assistant program the reason why i say assistant program because again i feel like this is probably catered to those who are looking for their first time salon and they're just they're like oh, fuck i don't know what to look for so what's included in their growth program that i kind of what i talked about earlier you know do they offer hands-on education do they offer in-house education what trying to think of some other things just what what about this assistant program puts you on the trajectory of growth ask them what's involved what's included and if you have any questions dude fucking reach out to me lisa or life lisa life lisa g that's my email uh life of lisa g reach out to me actually you know what i i, ret I retort my statement reach out to me on straight out of cosmo reach out to me on my app you can direct message me on my app shoot me a question hey lise this is everything that they said they offer. Is this a good deal? Because I understand that sometimes people don't know what's good or bad. Um, and those are the top two things I could think of. Like, what are they What are they giving you? Like, do they have hands-on hands education? Um, do they have a program, et cetera, et cetera? Reach out to me. Ask me questions about this. Or reach out to your fellow homies. Hey, does this sound good? Whatever. But ask what is, what is in this growth program. If they offer a growth program, that's the first thing. And then if they do, what's in it? Number five is if the salon owner is present or not, pay attention to that. I say this because a lot of times, and I, I've seen it both ways. A lot of times um, salon owners, when they are not present, it's kind of like every man for themselves. 
and there's no leadership. So it's very, it can get very catty. And I've been in salons or even where the salon owner is present, it still is like that. And that's a representation of the salon owner. But I've also been in salons where the owner isn't present and it's not like that. It just, it really just depends. But personally, the number one root of everything that happens on the salon is from the salon owner. So pay attention to that. If they're present, what they're like, you need to make sure you meet that person before you start working there. Because that says a lot about the experience and about the, the salon and like what you're about to walk yourself into. Number six, do they have policies in place? I say this because <clears throat> some salons don't have cancellation policies or reschedule policies or things like that. And to me, that just sounds like they don't necessarily value their stylists. Um, or they, of course, there's the caveat, they just haven't done it yet. But that structure is what you need in order to build and to grow. And if <clears throat> if they don't have anything in place to protect their stylist, they're not really in, in the best interest of the stylist because the policies and all that stuff protect you guys. So if they don't have that and if they don't enforce that, it's kind of a red flag in my opinion. Number seven, the type of clients in the chairs when you walk in for your interview. Now, if you go into a salon and there is just a bunch of male clients and you are a color specialist, why are you working at a salon that caters to men? And or okay, actually I said that kind of bad. <laughs> if they're all if there's just a bunch of barbers and you're a color specialist, why are you working at a place that is just barbers? You need to be surrounded by people who are like you. No offense to the barbers, and I totally get that you want to create diversity, but especially when you're creating like you're creating the foundational parts of your career you need to be surrounded by people that you want to be like so if you want to be a barber surround yourself with barbers if you want to be someone who does great touches all the time make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who do great touches all the time so if you're walking to a salon and there's a bunch of lived in hair and you want to be a lived in specialist boom there you go that's like a tell tell all sign that you'll be surrounded by people who understand what you're saying but if you're in a salon that is you know all vivids and all you do is cutting you know, you might not be surrounded by people who kind of understand you and support you in that aspect. I get where people are saying, oh, diversify and create diversity. But I think it's really important when you're growing and you're trying to understand the industry, you have to be surrounded by people who understand what you want to do. Okay. Not to say you can't diversify later on, but it's really important that you understand the fundamentals and you surround yourself with people who are like you. Okay. Number eight. Read the read the reviews online. I get that some people say, oh, it's, you know, that's always true. Bitch, if there are like 13 out of 15 reviews that are all negative, pay a fucking attention. I know you hoes ain't going to the restaurant that's like that. So why the hell would you work somewhere that's like that too? <laughs> read the reviews online. Do the research. Research them. Research them. Literally Google their name and see what comes up. That is really, really, really important. And take the time to read the reviews, though. Don't just take it for what it is, okay? Read the reviews. Because sometimes they can get spam reviews. And sometimes just like some fucking angry person being a jackass. Read the reviews and create an opinion based off that. Number nine. Pay attention. Okay? If they call their salon a family. Oh, my God. We're all a family. We're all a family. 
no, bitch. I'm not your family. I'm not saying that because I'm a drama kid, okay? I'm saying that because with family comes a really strange dynamic. It is important that they respect you as a person. And because oftentimes with family, boundaries are not a thing. It is important that they respect you as an individual. I'm not saying you can't build relationships at work because you absolutely can. Maybe that should be a totally different episode. But pay attention to just how they talk about their employees. Like, oh, we're all a family. We do everything together. Mm, I don't necessarily love that. I think if they like I'm all about like supporting each other and like hanging out with each other. But there's just a fine line that gets drawn and. You can tell a lot by how they talk about their their employees. So they call it a family. I'm not very keen on that. I prefer like we have a really, really great dynamic. Like we all support each other. We all help each other. But the word family, like I said, maybe that's just because I'm a trauma kid. <laughs> I just don't like that. But uh, I just don't. So beware of it. Okay. And again, if you work at a salon and you guys call each other family, fucking cool. I don't give a fuck. But as someone who is newer to the industry, Uh, I don't recommend that you do that. And number 10, this one requires you to really pay attention, dig deep. All right. Pay attention to the energy when you walk into the building. Pay attention to how you feel after the interview. Pay attention to how you feel as soon as you walk in. Are the vibes good? Is the energy good? Like I said earlier, number one thing, were you addressed? Did people address you did people say hi to you did people make you feel welcome you know did uh I don't know like were the clients smiling did the client smile at you like just pay attention to what is going on around you that will help you that should help you make a decision later on you know but if the energy is like you're leaving and you're still really confused like you don't really feel good about it trust your gut don't go with it and it's not to say that these salons are bad it's just to say that you're your frequencies just don't align and that's totally fine. But these are 10 tricks, 10 tricks, 10 hacks, 10 things. Oh my God. 10 things to look for when looking for a salon home. If you guys love this episode, make sure you like, I'm going to say like, comment and subscribe. That is literally not what you do with podcasts. What do you say with podcasts? If you like this, if you like this podcast, give it a rating. Oh, there you go. Give it a rating. Guys, go read my podcast. I don't ever ask for that, but go read it. Um, and also, if you guys don't know this, I own an education company. It's called Straight Outta Cosmo. It's the world's first fucking educational app designed specifically for hairdressers. And all you hoes better download it. Straight Out of Cosmo. It has affordable, attainable, and accessible education right in the palm of your fucking hands. And guess who wrote it? Yours fucking truly. And it's not just like fun. Like, it's not just education. Like, how to do a highlight. Like, how to do this. It's literally my brain on paper. And well, actually, not really paper, it's in an app, but it's my brain written down in a way for you guys to understand and for you to get the fuck out of your way. And remind you guys, you are so much more than just being a hairstylist, okay? Go download the app, Straight Out of Cosmo, and um, I'll see you there. But <laughs> I'm going to end this the way that I end every single episode. Be so unapologetically yourself that it inspires others to do the same. <laughs>